Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound, as always. They've been with us since the very beginning. If you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out. Use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. <clears throat> all right boys and girls we are back in the solero commerce compound this is going to be episode 139 yeah 139 uh as always i am charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii on all things social media what the what'd you just do just, just hit whack. your hat off the mic. Yeah, I just whacked my face <laughs> off the microphone. That, that's Almost not, knocked it over. It would have been good. That's not uh, where the mic goes. The cord goes right by our, our what the fuck is that thing called? Like amplifier type deal? Uh, I don't fucking know. That's but, got a lot of buttons on it. I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's not the amp, the, is it? The, that's the, radio, the, the radio control tower. The uh, the cord that fucking wraps around the radio control tower almost just pulled everything off the fucking yeah, table. Race I, control. I, I head bopped the fucking <laughs> microphone in front of me. So good start, oh. great start. So you're Brad. Par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> you're I'm Brad. not even Bradford. You're, yeah. you're at Bsauce nine six. Um, yeah. Uh, so we didn't really do racing this yeah, weekend. Well, you you had a racing event that, that you'll get into. I'm well, sure the, yeah. the NASCARs obviously did the NASCAR, but yeah, it was the first week removed from having like local racing because Waterford ended up raining out <clears throat> uh, late late in the week last week. They they knew it was going to rain all. It rained for like all seven of days, days, I think. Yeah. yeah, like every day since we recorded, except for one maybe uh, where the sun came out, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really much NASCAR going on, so we uh, we, we moseyed on down to Mohegan and, and uh, had a good time uh, doing other things. But I uh, did watch some NASCAR, but I know that you had a racing event that uh, you attended. I did, yeah. Uh, there was supposed to be a lot of things happening, actually. So in addition to uh, Steve Perry and, and mainly awards and, and LST, or whatever it's called now, LST Motorsports Park or whatever it is, uh, there was supposed to be a big go-kart race at Richmond Karting Speedway this past weekend. Uh, that has now been move to april i believe uh so that that'll be a good way to kick off the 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 season for next year for for richmond and some some nascarting in the area here but uh i was uh lucky enough to go to the main vintage race car association uh main motorsports hall of fame ceremony i was asked to uh present an award the driver of the year award uh luckily thank or not luckily but because of covid uh everything is kind of fucky right now in terms of uh, timing so it, it's October of 2021, and I presented the 2019 uh, Main State Driver of the Year as voted upon by the Main Vintage Race Car Association. Uh, there were five nominees, of which there was Dave Cameron, Chris Matchett, uh, I have the list here, uh, Spencer Morris, 2020 Weapon of the Year for us. Um, who else? Um, but yeah, no, it was a really cool event. 300 plus people. Uh, to partook in the festivities there, uh, selling tickets and buying booze and all sorts of stuff to welcome the new class. Um, so yeah, it was Dave Cameron, Curtis Gary, Mike Hodgkins out of Wiscasset, Chris Matchett from Speedway 95, and of course, our good pal Spencer Morris. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it was cool. It was cool to be able to go up on stage there and, uh, and present that award and, um, one of our good pals, Dave Cameron, actually brought it home. And uh, driver of the year, it's it's one of those things. And, and Bobby has said this before too, when we did it for uh, Bartlett Bridge this past, you know, last week or what was that? Two weeks ago, we were over at Bartlett. Uh, driver of the year award is something that's really cool because it's one of those things that it's not really based off of stats. I mean, yes, stats help. Obviously they were all the champions of their respective divisions in their, in their racetracks, but it's also one of those things where it's kind of based upon not only how you conduct yourself on the track, but off the track as well too. Uh, these days, social media comes into account a lot of times and, uh, it was cool to see Dave Cameron take that home. Um, you know, I know 2019 was a very, very good season for him. He brought home the wildcat championship over at Beechridge. 
Uh, he was driver of the year for Beechridge uh, that year too. So to be able to add that back to the 2019 stats, it's, it's pretty cool. And I was, uh, I was glad to be a part of it. Yeah, thinking back to 2019, I remember Dave Cameron was uh, it, well, obviously very dominant as as he would have to be to, to win the award. But there's a lot of times where he would you know break or have some misfortune in a heat race and start from the back, and just every single week it seemed like he would just charge up to the front and end up winning the race or, yeah, that or was finishing a, up front. So that was a special race car that year, that red, white, and black number 28 that he had. Yeah. It was a sharp looking piece. So I think his banner's still hanging up over at the coop. So. Um, yeah, no, uh, no home cooking though. Uh, had nothing to do with the voting or anything. I didn't. I quite literally did not even know who won it until about moments before I, I went to present the award. So as it probably should be. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah I think only a couple people knew, uh, which is how it should be. Uh, but no, it was cool. It was. Uh, it's one of those things that's always. It's cool to be a part of the the past generations that have helped laid the the way for us to be able to do fucking stupid shit like this every week and uh for us to be able to now have racetracks that we can go to in the in the roaring 20s that we're a part of now too. So, uh just our little way of giving back to uh the people who who helped found what we what we love to do. Yeah, and speaking of 2020 weapon of the year Spencer Morris, um we got to figure out the 2021 nominees, I think. Uh, <laughs> we are coming as, up on that time as of the year. the season has uh, already come to a close, Spencer Morris ended up winning the the award uh, late last year, but we ended up giving him a trophy at Track or Treat, which also <laughs> happened this weekend at Beechridge. Right. And uh, so I think we're a little behind. That's um, <laughs> the There's been a lot going on, um, as we've, no, we've noted. We've been very times. busy. Uh, but also, Facebook, I, I don't understand... We can't make polls unless they're stories, and it's just not that fun. It's not like you, you, if you make a Facebook post, everyone can share it, and right. you know you could you can vote along, you can follow the votes. Well, now there's you have to go be back and like, yeah, well, there's so gotta be a way. I don't know if it's just because we're like as a business account on Facebook or, or something, but I mean I'm sure that people have their their nominees. Um, very very vocal. Whenever you you know you talk to anyone, you're like, hey, who, who, you know, 2021 one of the year, who's it going to be? And you know they they the user submitted. Yeah, they they usually <laughs> they usually say a couple two three four names and um, with a couple two three four letter words and. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure that they would be A, B, and C, and D, or whatever. That everyone is pretty much on the same page. But uh, it'd be an, end up being a fan vote. Last year we gave it to Spencer because he just murdered someone at Thunder Road. Um, <laughs> and good good pal there, uh, Spencer Morris ended up putting 2020 Weapon of the Year Spencer Morris as his name above his door. So mm. uh, love to see that. Just embrace it. Um, yeah. But it didn't really, you know, didn't do anything this year to, to get renominated. I would say no. so he's off the ballot. But that's, Spe- uh, Spencer did thing. drop a little bit of a bomb though at the uh, the banquet that we had there. He said that he no really not no longer really has any interest in driving full time for his modified team. There he has a pro all star series modified. Uh, looking to step back a little bit. And one of the things that I found interesting is that he said that you know as you know looking back in time throughout what brought him to racetracks and who his idols were. It was a lot of track owners or promoters or announcers or things like that, not necessarily drivers or people on the racetrack. So he very much wants to kind of take a step back and start putting other people in his modified that might not have been able to get the chance to do it. Uh, maybe somebody who drives a local shit box that maybe doesn't have the funding or something like that. Like, Hey, let's go past mod racing. So, uh, kind of a cool little deal there for, for him to be able to do that. Please don't call them <laughs> shit boxes. They get upset. Call I, them bang bangers. That, they'll get over it. Yeah, they will. They'll, uh, they'll get the fuck over. Uh, See, th- so that's one thing we call them shit boxes. That doesn't mean we hate them. No, we love shitbox racing. Absolutely. Who doesn't? A love lot of times they racing. put on the best race of the the race, best race of the night. I mean, I remember the the six shooter race at Lee was was like tandem drafting. Oh Dagan. my god! Yeah, they were like three wide, fucking you know, six rows back, and see the one somehow thing, they were stuffing each other in the fence and like, the, keep the, keep on trucking. You know, it's, the one thing that I've noticed, and we've said it before, is that typically the the lesser expensive the 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 less expensive the race car. The more the drama. more drama that there is. Yeah. So, everybody listening, just because we call them shit boxes does not mean we do not like them. We love and embrace shit box racing. We love bang bangers. And did you see that <laughs> that shit about uh, the Hornets or whatever at Bristol being no. called shit bo- or being bang called bangers. bang bangers in the yeah. rules, and everybody fucking melted down? Yeah, relax. Yeah. Don't be so soft. Just own it. That's the type of shit you gotta love. You gotta make a t-shirt out of that. Yeah, Alex Bowman coming out with hack t-shirts. Yeah, like the day after he wins. Incredible. Embrace it. I think that he might have still been in victory lane when his PR team put that out because holy fuck, them them things were up there quick. I bought one. Um, 
I mean, we could just jump right into the NASCAR rank. I don't. I assume that you didn't really watch much of the Saturday slate, the trucks of the Xfinity. No, I do know that good pal Noah Gragson took home the Xfinity win. Shotgun yeah. a beer on the front stretch. That's yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. Love to see it. Our, our, our other pal there, very much not as we're not great pals with Zane, but, Zane but, Smith, but yeah. we did hang out with him a handful of times. He and, had he uh, had one of my dad's stickers on his truck at Vegas. Yes. so that was cool. Yes, great um, great guy. Uh, I, the, the one thing I don't know it, so we've been to Noah Gregson's place, not to be like name drop or anything weird like that, but we've been there. I don't know where he's going to put that second clock. Yeah. I don't know at all. I, I would just, yeah. The spare bedroom, maybe he's, it's going to get broken on the way to wherever it's going. I assume oh, it, because I'm, the first I, one was in pe- fucking pieces <laughs> when we were there last time. Yeah. It's the, so his first one from his, it was a truck one. Yeah. It's in, it's like a second spare bedroom uh, upstairs. This is a, the third floor, mind you. That clock, that's a big-ass clock. That's yeah. that's a heavy-ass clock. Thing is fucking in pieces. And if you sleep on the beanbag, in the beanbag room with the iRacing rig and all that shit, your feet are quite literally touching the, the clock. So I don't know where the second one is going to go because there, there's not a lot of room in there. No, no. And, and he's accumulated. He already had a bunch of trophies from coming up through the ranks, and he has accumulated three now this year. And one is... A clock, a giant clock, and it's very big. Well, that's four, isn't it? Three. Didn't he do? Oh, okay. oh, he did two in a row. Darlington and Richmond, right, right, right. and then Martinsville. Um, but yeah, so earlier in the day, there the trucks were, were racing, and um, it was so our our plan. And I'm the I'm the party planning committee yes. of all, all of the friends as well as the Black Flag <laughs> podcast, and uh, so. You know, we, we made this plan, and by we, I mean me and, and my favorite Fuller made the plan to go to MGK, and then we invited a bunch more Max people. Going? No. Oh, no. That's your favorite Fuller. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we invited all of our friends, and the the basic, basically everyone was like, let's make a weekend out of it. If we're going to go to Mohegan for a concert, let's just make a whole weekend out of it and just have a great time. And I'm like, fuck yeah, street dogs. Did we ever. And so we get a hotel room down the road from Mohegan because apparently when MGK is playing the next night, hotel, and it's a Saturday night in Southern Connecticut, uh, hotel rooms are $780 before fees. And um, we're not one night? that rich. Yeah, so Mohegan wow. was... There's a reason why we didn't stay at Mohegan the first night, or the only night that we stayed. But um, the hotel down the road that was like 0.9 miles with a shuttle was 400 a brisk $468 a night. So uh, real, they're just throwing out deals uh, left and right down there. And uh, so we ended up staying there. But uh, everyone was like, what time are you going to be at the hotel? And I very much told them that I was going to be there at hotel check-in. I was going to make the most of it because that's what everyone was on the same page to do. And I know that you you had something to do. You had a very good excuse. Um <laughs> And so hotel check-in is at three at like every hotel that's ever hoteled. And uh, so I get to the parking lot at 2.30. I'm watching the end of the truck race on my phone. And uh, I had put money. Apparently, you can sports gamble in Connecticut now, which is terrific because I'm used to uh, when I go down for weekend trips, just the 10 minutes that you're on I-95 in New Hampshire, just firing off stupid parlays (laughs) uh, that never, ever, ever hit. Um, but I put $50 in the last drive down through New Hampshire to Connecticut when it wasn't allowed to sports gamble like last weekend and, uh, ended up with $230 in my account this time going down. So, um, very quickly I turned that 230 back into about $80, um, had money on Todd Gillen, the truck race, ended up watching the rest of that. In the that almost lot. paid off. That was, yeah, that was super cool. Um, I had money on him <laughs> and John Hunter Nemechek, which uh, looked pretty good for a while there. He just got right reared. I watched, yeah, I watched that, that was bad. John Hunter Nemechek win in the eight car, that like shit box that he used to drive um, back a couple, two, three, four years ago. It ended up snowing out the first day and he had a day to come back and race the next day. And uh, yeah, so I figured that he was a pretty solid bet. Looked good early. And then, yeah, he. I mean, he... John Hunter-Nemechek's been driving like a bit of an idiot, uh, just aggressive. Like, Didn't it, aggressive? he, like, wipe the right side off, like, on the first lap? Well, maybe. I don't I don't, know, I don't know that I was watching the first lap. I was just talking, like, the last handful of races. He's been driving like those, those other people that he's – like, the people he's gotten into aren't going to be on the racetrack with him in the next coming weeks. Right. Um, and so he kind of just drove – into the back of Austin Wayne self and then drove into the back of him again and then went low thinking that there was going to be no retaliation and by God, was there ever retaliation? <laughs> because the, there's apparently there's a, there's a, there's a left-hand turn in the back in the middle of the backstretch uh, at Martinsville now. So um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Austin Wayne self would have been, I don't, 
He was dri- driving to like turn down into the corner, but he very much just hooked the left, yeah, yeah. Uh, knowing that John Hernimacek was there. And his post race interview was terrific. Afterwards, they they asked him about it, and he was just like, "Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't wreck him because of who he is. I didn't know who was inside of me." Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "I gotta go. I gotta go run a dirt midget or something." And we're like, "Okay, <laughs> cool, man." Word. Like, yeah. uh, so he obviously uh, didn't feel bad about doing it. No. He just, you know. I uh, was going to turn left uh, no matter who was there. So, yeah, uh, just an absolute shit show of a truck race. Uh, I mean, the ending, Zane Smith is running third. Stuart Friesen and, and Todd Gilland are, are battling it out for the win. Zane gets underneath Todd Gilland, who dominated the race. I mean, led all the laps, basically, and uh, just made it three wide. I think Todd going into the corner, uh, going into turn three, washed up the track a little bit, got into Stuart, but then gave him room off the corner and uh stewart stuffed it in the fence and then was like you know what austin wayne selfie and just fucking (laughs) hung a left and and uh spun both of them out ended Mm. up not working out well for him just a a, a egregious move to finish 17th in the race um it was great i mean usually on a half mile racetrack when it comes to nascar stuff when the third when the person who restarts third wins the race something cool happened Yeah, yeah um it was a pretty pretty solid finish there uh, it seemed like for all the races, really. I mean, between uh, that happening in the trucks and then Noah, uh, just big dick move on the outside and in the Xfinity race. It, it's th- when moves like that happen. Usually, I, I cheer. I don't. I mean, it's exciting. You know, it depends on it depends on who it is, though. Um, having money on Todd Gillen, my first reaction was fuck. My second reaction was we like Zane Smith, so I'm not really that upset. So right. I really I wasn't I wasn't mad whatsoever because going into the race if someone was like, Who do you want to win this race? I would have said Zane Smith. Did I think he was going to? Fuck no. Um, but he did, and that's what we love to see. And then yeah, like you said, the Xfinity race, uh questionable decision at the beginning of the race so noah is running uh, he started kind of in the back because he, he had a bad week last week and they do that fucking ridiculous whatever point system deal yeah, to try to qualify um so he started somewhat in the back and ended up making his way up until like seventh or eighth and uh there was like 20 30 something to go in the stage and uh, he comes down pit road and i was like fuck he needs to get some stage points because he was like 20 points out 24 points out something like that so he basically gave up the stage points knowing i mean it was going to be hard for him to point his way into the the championship four anyways but basically i was watching the the pre-race show too and and he very much said he's like i'm gonna go out there and win today the fisher snowplow is attached called his shot said he was gonna win uh pit road strategy gave him the lead at the end of uh going into the beginning of stage two actually i think he led pretty much all of the laps in stage two Led the majority of the laps in, in stage three as well. We're trying to, I was trying to pay attention and watch that on my phone while we were at dinner at Mohegan. And uh, uh, Reagan and I gave a couple, two, three good fist bumps while uh, we were being served our food uh, <laughs> at the green white checkered there. But yeah, Noah just on the outside, Daniel Hemrick on the inside. Uh, Daniel Hemrick finds another way to lose a race. Love to see it. Um, it's just becoming a, a comedy of errors at this point. I don't hate a Daniel Hemrick. Um, he's, he's becoming a professional choke artist, though. Oh my God! Yeah, like I think he got that name, like that title, a couple, two, three, four chokes ago. Yeah, yeah. It, like he's always in position to win, and it's, and just never does it. Because uh, he's on what year? Like thirty six uh, now. As, yeah, of, in NASCAR of nothingness. As as a as a Noah Gregson fan watching that when Daniel Daniel Hemrick's on the inside with two, three, four to go, whatever the fuck it was. Um, and given their their past track record, I know that Noah got into him last week at were they Kansas Kansas they were yeah they were Kansas. Uh, I know Noah got into him. I know I don't know exactly what happened. I just thought there was contact between both of them, and uh, I just kind of assumed that Daniel was going to use him up, especially going for your first win, and it's in Martinsville, and it's to lock yourself into the playoffs, the Final Four, and he didn't. And you know I guess good for him, good clean racing. Noah just. No one knows how to run the outside of Martinsville, and I think he's proved that. He, he got his first truck win doing that exact same thing, and uh, Noah took the lead on the outside, and it, I don't. I think that it probably helped Noah that the caution came out because Noah was digging on the outside there, and he just had a nose on Hemrick, and when the caution came out, ended up being able to restart in uh, the first position there. Daniel Hemrick right behind him, a little scary, kind of assumed that he was going to just drive through him, uh, but Noah got a good restart, as he did all day, and uh, Daniel Hemrick and 
Austin Cindric were battling it out for a brief second there, uh, for for a second, and uh, Cindric pulled ahead, and that ended up being so, the most scary part of it, because Cindric ended up finishing second by, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he was right there, a, a foot and a half. Yeah. Um, so, so but, who are the top? Who so who are the the final four now, or the championship four? So the four in the trucks are Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, that's one. Uh, John Ernie Machek, and Matt Crafton. Uh, the four in Xfinity is Noah Gregson, Austin Sindrick, Daniel Hemrick, and AJ Allmendinger. Probably why Daniel Hemrick didn't use the bumper. He knew he was in it. Anyway. He, he was already going to be in regardless. So if he did something stupid, um, you know, he's good at choking away wins. He could be, you know, good at choking away a championship. Choking, choking away a championship if, if he was to wreck himself trying to wreck Noah or whoever else. Can you imagine but, if his first win gets him the championship next week? Can you imagine if he wins a championship, finishes second, and someone like Justin Allgaier, who's very good at Phoenix, goes out there and actually wins the race? That'd be anticlimactic. That would be terrific. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be fucking something. I'd be so pumped to see that. Um, but no, I mean, it, wins a championship before he ever wins a NASCAR race. I, I feel I I I could be very wrong. Probably am. When when we had. Um, Mamba Smith on back in January or whatever, he asked us who we thought was going to win the championship for all three uh, divisions there. And I said John Hernimacek in the four. I don't remember your pick. Scrolling through the top eight, I can't imagine that it's anyone. I can't. It wouldn't have been Stuart Friesen, like Todd I, Gillen, Chandler Smith, Austin Hill, or Carson Hosevar. I feel like I might have said Crafton. I, I don't remember. I feel like... You didn't. You might have. I feel like you might have picked Creed to go back to back. I think you did. Did I? I think you did because I picked Austin Cindric. Did Austin Cindric win the championship? Yeah, he did. Right? Championship last year had had in, to in the Xfinity. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you picked Creed. I'm pretty sure you picked Creed to go back to back win the Truck Championship this year, and then going into the Xfinity Series, I picked Austin Cindric to go back to back in the Xfinity Series, and you picked Noah Gregson, I believe, to win the championship. Oh, so we both both of our picks are in the Apparently final. Apparently, we four. know what we're talking about. It, yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we really don't, but we just very much got lucky. I don't remember who. I think that I picked Denny Hamlin to win the Cup Championship. That sounds right. I don't know who you would have I picked. Could, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember yesterday, let alone fucking January. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I feel I feel good. My my driver, my four drivers, we'll three go drivers back and are in the top to four. Yeah. And, and figure Which out is something that we, we probably should have done. I was thinking about that on the drive home today. I was like, we should probably get back to the whiteboard where we had like bullet points, <laughs> especially for like these off-season shows. Yeah. I, I would assume that there's not going to be a ton of off-season shows where we don't have a guest. Lately, we've done a lot of shit, though, where we've had something to talk about the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is coming up on off-season where we're going to have to have people on to, to help carry the show a little bit because if we just sit here and stare at each other, it's going to be bad. Yeah, and and I think that that's... Well, we tried to get a guest today. It's, it's always difficult because nine times out of ten, we do something cool during the weekend, and a lot of times the people that are part of the weekend are going to be our guests. Right. Well, the people that we were with this weekend, I feel like wouldn't be good guests no. with all due respect. No. <laughs> uh, so going into today, I was like, Oh, who the fuck should we get on? So I texted Noah. I, I texted you to see when you were out of work. I texted Noah. I was like, Hey, pie, I want to be on a podcast real quick. Nothing crazy. Like 20 minutes or something like that. And he's like, yeah, what time? I was like, anytime after seven, he said around midnight works. Holy so, shit. um, <laughs> I'll be Charlie and I, who both work, day jobs yeah real jobs yeah <laughs> seven at 7 a.m in the morning that just is not gonna be able to happen unfortunately so um yeah it he'll be, cool. be on would at some point yeah, sure, but. yeah he'll he'll be on it's much easier to get him on on the off in the off season i'm sure yeah. ryan priest as well yeah. um you know freddie craft uh, well we we both i think have some some contacts that we need to utilize a little bit here and yeah yeah maybe and, get some mike hopkins on here maybe oh, yeah maybe get some local guys as well too yeah mike hopkins great i i honestly in our in our one of our group chats uh i was thinking about reaching out to dylan estrella but then it was also 5 30 and i was busy fucking packing up someone's stuff that uh. bought off the website so probably could have done that but i was like oh well we have eight more weeks of the groundhog saw a shadow or whatever so we have eight more weeks of an off season is that what, is I, that what I that? don't think that's what that means. Does it, when he sees his shadow. If he sees his shadow, then it's like it's like two laps to go or something like that. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think. But like if he, if he doesn't, then the race is over, I think. If he, if he doesn't see his shadow, the race is over, like immediately? I think so, yeah. Oh, fuck. Two, uh, 
thought it was like I don't know. I thought that was the end of stage three. If you like, you're well, that's the going end of the race. into well, no, it's the Coke six hundred. So oh, so there's nine stages. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's hmm. like the seasons. There's there's six seasons. What? Of yeah. Speaking of season, so Mohegan. Mm-hmm. That's a confusing little joint. Yeah, especially when it, you've never been there before. Well, if you're also drunk, it, it's a circle, and everything looks the same throughout the circle. Remember, was, we did a lap on accident. Yeah, trying yeah. to get back to the parking garage. But I feel like at that point we were very much sober. Well, true. Yeah, when you showed up to Mohegan, oh, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> yeah, I had never been before. I was four and a half seconds from vomiting on my shoes. <laughs> I I show, so I leave the main vintage race car association, main motorsports hall of fame, uh, induction ceremony, which is right next to Mohegan. Who would false? <laughs> so for, same for, parking lot for reference. Uh, it was in a that it was at the Augusta Civic Center, which is in Augusta, Maine, which is an hour, exactly an hour, directly north of us. But Connecticut is three hours directly south of us. So if you can put six and nine together, there, I had to drive four fucking hours past. Well, I had to drive an hour, go past the house again, and then drive three hours south to get to Mohegan. At this point, it's like I don't know midnight ish. Yeah, so we we ended up finally everyone fucking shows up. I, I literally was in the hotel room alone from three o'clock until like seven. That sounds incredible. No, I'm jealous. It, it very much was not. I, I quite I quite literally went a couple college football games on the TV. Uh, turned on the Xfinity pre, like pre race show. I laid down in one bed just to see how comfy it was. Went to the other bed. That was a nice room. It was very. It, it, I I got I made myself at home. I laid on the windowsill. It was a nice, it was, yeah, it was a nice room. They had a windowsill, like, pad so that you could sleep there if you were, like. Really? It, Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was, like, as wide as that. a couch. Uh-huh. Well, it's just because we ended up putting, like, our backpacks and shit over there because no one was going to utilize it. But right. that was, it was great. It was a thought that counts. That, I had a cuddle Reagan and that, there, was a, there was a window bed? That would have been terrific if we were having, like, a normal gaggle get-together. Mm. When our gaggle get-togethers happen, usually we have gaggle 18... Gaggle get-togethers. We have I like that. 18 people in one hotel room. It's it's a terrific. It's a great party. Yeah. We had a bit of a fractured gaggle this weekend. Especially when it's it's Foxwoods, which the hotel is $600 a yeah, night. Yeah, for, like, six minutes. So then you, sp- you, yeah, you split it with 18 people, and you're like, oh, my God, we're having a great time. So, it, it yeah, it was weird. So I was there for four hours alone. Just partying, had the Bluetooth speaker playing MGK, getting ready for the the next night. But everyone finally showed up. We get into a uh, fucking uh, some like Sprinter van that was the ride from the hotel. It was it was the shuttle from the hotel to Mohegan. Well, it was just us. It was just me, Amanda, and Reagan. Amanda, Reagan, and I. Nice. Yeah. Um, wanted to correct myself before you got to yeah, it, but you nailed it. Uh, I don't know who what the guy's name was that was the shuttle, but it was just us three. It was very weird. Um, <laughs> there was there was eighteen open seats in the thing. Uh, it looked. Did you looked, sit all the way in the back? He looked like a Joe. No, we sat in, right in front of the right door. Front, yeah, right. just so that if we needed to, we could get out of there. Sprinter vans. Yeah. Are, they've had a bad track record over the last couple months. So, um, Joe drops us off. Don't know if that's his name, but he goes. This is the Hold winter on, parking Joe. garage. And uh, he's like, the last shuttle ride is at 2 o'clock, um, so just meet outside of the winter parking garage. So I put a reminder well, in my phone for 150 or something that just said winter. Well, so so that this is where I got confused because I'm pulling in. And, I again, I have never been to Mohegan. Well, it's very much an in, in Indian vibe setting whatever you want to call it inside the, the casino, which makes sense because, it's well, that it's Indian-owned. I see winter parking that's the first sign i see i'm like that's weird like people park their cars here like during the winter like did the groundhog see a shadow well, i think I would, it's still fall well i was like that seems really bizarre to me like what why is that a thing like whatever maybe people park their shit here and then go down south i don't know i was like that, whatever then i get inside mohegan and everything has a name of either what was it summer winter earth and something it's like summer, winter, fire. earth, water, maybe Pokemon, earth, wind, fire, something. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, oil. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, it, I was sauce. I was very confused because now there's like three different sections, but they all look exactly the same, but they just have different names. And now I figured out, oh, okay, so winter parking that means I'm on the winter side of the yeah. Yeah, so Joe told us that's where we needed to be at, too. Well, we very much got out of the, the, the Uber there, 
and uh, made the executive decision that we were going to be here past two o'clock. Um, wasn't really like two a.m. Yeah, yeah. We figured that we would try to you know shut this place down, and the place doesn't shut down, so yeah, that's open twenty four hours. We also knew that you were going to be showing up around twelve, and didn't want you to show up at twelve and then have it be one thirty and be like, yeah, we're not really feeling it anymore, so we're going to fuck off. Mm. So we were like, oh, Charlie's going to be here, so now we'll have a ride once Joe goes to bed. Um, and not only that, but then our, our good friend Mitchie Bags showed up, Mod Chaser Mitch, and came and partied, burned the place down with us. Not literally, yeah, he was just he was there just to party that one night. Yeah, yeah, he loved just, it. He just asked if, if we were there at like ten, and I was like, absolutely. So he showed up at like eleven, and uh, we just had a great time. Yeah, we just sat at the bar, got boozed up. It was a country bar, it was great. I was wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt. Um, that that turned into a chant very quickly. I have social anxiety, like you read about. And I would just like to, it to be known that if you walk into a country bar with a Let's Go Brandon shirt on, you are going to be the center of attention. So, And you were. And I was uncomfortable. Well, you, you're also forgetting about when I first got there, you guys said, hey, we're at Comics Roadhouse, which is a, the, the country bar. So I go there and I did, I don't know, seven laps around the place oh, where yeah. you then said, no, we're getting pizza right around the corner. <laughs> I'm like, that's so cool. Thank you so much for that bit of information. Yeah. So I leave, and you are three sheets to the wind. Full Bradford. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Amanda was, uh, I don't even know. I don't know what her drunk alter ego name is, but... Alexis or Amelia. something. Amelia. Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. So we get... <laughs> We're standing in Annika. On, yeah. <laughs> Soren Stam or whatever. Uh, we're standing in Comics Roadhouse and Amanda just looks up and goes, I want chicken nuggets. And I was like, "Those sound that sounds fucking delicious. And it only sounds delicious because I need food yesterday. Like I am fucking starving. And uh, I'd already showed up and we started drinking, not on an empty stomach because we went to get dinner, but we both didn't eat breakfast or lunch, so kind of behind. Um, so she says, I want chicken de- chicken nuggets, whatever. Chick-fil-A is closed, so we walk out of Comics Roadhouse. The next place on the right is a pizza place, so naturally we get pizza. And uh, th- I've had this problem a lot in the past, but I think that the lady just read my shirt because she goes, what's your name? Like, what's the name for the order? I said, Brad. Mm-hmm. Very clear, Brad. I usually get Brian. People. But you're also wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt. Yeah. Yes. So about, I don't know, 15 minutes into waiting, I'm like, why haven't I gotten my shit yet? Like, I feel like the people that were behind me have already gotten their, th- their stuff. I looked down at my receipt. Well, it says name Brandon. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not only is that not my name, but also I'm pretty sure our shit is like ready. Yeah. Uh, so the guy obviously calls Brandon again, and, and we ended up getting our stuff. But yeah, we are full Bradford, uh, Annika. I was just Charlie. It was, yeah. Yeah, I was very sober. Yeah, so what, what we did with Charlie is we <laughs> gave him uh, immediately a nip of Pink Whitney, which warm always Whoa. helps. <laughs> um, and we, then we went into the, the Comics Roadhouse back again, and, and Charlie got started double-fisting just Captain. And, um, yeah, oh, yeah, I ordered a Captain and Coke, and it was uh, Captain and Captain on ice. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. was, holy fuck, was that spicy. Yeah, we needed to get Charlie tuned up, and they did a terrific job. They didn't even know. No. Uh, they just knew that you were behind, and yeah. they needed to catch up. And so we ended up, when we went to Foxwoods the last time, right in between that, that little like 10 minutes that we had between getting our go-kart tickets and actually going go-karting, we go up to the bar, <laughs> and Brandon Wilkinson goes, can I get a vanilla vodka and Coke? And I was like, fucking excuse me because like i don't know i'm you don't, you don't typically do vodka with a brown soda well i don't, you don't typically do i don't soda. even typically drink liquor to begin with like because i barely <laughs> I, I barely know her so <laughs> like usually i just go up and i'm like oh, i'll just get a fucking bud light make a little whatever and unless we're at fucking grandview and it's 2 a.m and i'm getting vodka red bulls every time because i'm just trying to not pass away before the 4 30 fucking waffle house run yes or ihop but so I hear Brandon say that, and I'm like, that sounds pretty good. Because, like, y- you put six and nine together, and you just get a vanilla Coke. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get one of those. So we got one of those before go-karting. Naturally, I spin out during the pace laps, and we end up at Comics Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and Amanda goes, I'll take a, a vodka in, or Tito's and lemonade or whatever. So that was our first drink, and I'll, I'm very easy. I'll drink unleaded. So I'm like, I'll get let's get two of those. So we get two of those. And then she goes, oh, what do I want for my next drink? And I'm like, 
vanilla vodka and Coke is what I'm getting. And she goes, is that good? And I'm like, yeah. So she tried it, loved it. And I'm like, yep. So we were just drinking those all night. So we went back, started getting fucking both of those. Switched over to high noons and the night kind of went downhill from there. Yeah. Um, but we were I mean, we were already, like you said, fucking three sheets to the wind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's when we switched to the high noons. Literally that pizza, I think, saved both of our lives. Reagan took, I assume... A very massive shit. <laughs> we waited for him for all of 25 minutes after the pizza was had. <laughs> Reagan fell inside of the toilet. I think he <laughs> fell down. I really yeah. did. No, I think that he might have just like gone for a walk, like had to collect his thoughts or something, because he was gone for way longer than any. Like he couldn't have been he had that to poop full. a lot. Did you notice that? He had to do cuckas like all the time. He had to shit there in the pizza. <laughs> he shit when we got back to the hotel. He shit. At this, the, the next morning, the next at, morning, the, the other hotel room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I think he shit before we went to the concert. Yeah, Reagan, are you okay? <laughs> and then looking back on it, like, are you all right, pal? <laughs> no, see, he ate something. A lot of cuckas, something bad. A lot of back potties out of Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> you seen his diet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close to ours. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but we were sitting down the next the next morning or the next afternoon, geez, next night, whatever the fuck it was. It all it all fucking blends together at this point. We, we fucking sit down and he orders a shake, and we're like, "Excuse me." Oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> it was like Bailey's yeah. and fucking cream. Like we had gone Oreos back to we had gone back to Comics Roadhouse before the concert because it's literally like it's neighbors to the arena. Yeah. So we're watching all these assholes line up at the arena. We're like, well, we're, we're not, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So we, we went back to the roadhouse there and, <laughs> and we're all just getting normal drinks. I don't know. Captain and Coke, you know, vodka Sprite, you know, whatever. And Ray was like, can I get a milkshake? <laughs> and we're like, fucking excuse me. And he gets this like, it was, it was a hefty amount to it. Yeah. Yeah. It we, looked- we made fun of him quite extensively until we all took a sip out of it. And we were like, geez, Craig, yeah. that's <laughs> was pretty fucking good. Bailey's and Oreo fucking something shake and it was fucking with scrumptious whip, with whipped cream on a date night yeah. it was unbelievable <laughs> it was fucking scrumptiously yeah but i think that, i think we were still we were just wrapping up friday we ended up on so they had a band there um they were they were there very much there. oh at the bar um and then they ended up leaving and that was that was good and if, if so, you're a band and the set music gets more attention than when you're singing. Yeah. You should probably reevaluate what you're doing. Yeah. So the set music was great. Um, and we ended up on the dance floor for the set music, not while the band was playing, oh, which was very weird. Uh, and that is really when the Let's Go Brandon chant started. Um, you had, after you finished both of your captain and captains, yes. were the head <clears throat> leader of the Let's Go Brandon chants, which then very that, much got I everyone. I feel like that's my move. I start chants a lot, I feel. Yeah. I, I usually I usually like them because I can usually... like hide out back and just yeah but you exist. were the chant but i was the chant yeah, yeah. i was very much standing on the dance floor in the middle of this packed bar with a let's go brandon t-shirt on so people were pointing at me and shit and i was like looking behind me like who are we pointing at <laughs> uh fuck me yeah uh so it was great a lot of fun and uh ended up back at the hotel room where we ended up just having a concert uh i'm sure we didn't get a noise complaint which is great no. Um, but yeah, we just blasted MGK and got really tuned up and ready for the uh, for the event that was going to end up happening on Saturday. Well, both passed away. Ended up getting actually well on the way out. We got Krispy Kreme and and Reagan like himself was on like a school field trip, just uh-huh. watching the conveyor belt of Krispy Kreme. Just I had <laughs> like licking the window and <laughs> drooling all over it or whatever. I had to get my own key to the room. And at the the establishment in what was it, Microtel? It was a Microtel. It was a very nice place. It was a nice. It was a nice ass room. <clears throat> but I I had security I, there. Not great. I had to get my own key, <laughs> and because I was locked out of the room, and the lady was like, "Uh, who's it under?" I was like, uh, "Brad Saucier." I just act like I own the place. She was like, "All right," and just handed me a key to the room. I was like, "I I could be here to murder these people, and you have no idea that I'm actually Brad Saucier." Yeah, that way made me, too easy to get the key. Made me feel very uncomfy. I, so now, the the way that the room was set up, there was a there was a queen size bed or full whatever, and then like a island set up with a microwave, a sink, a fridge, a yeah, desk. It was a hot set, like cupboards, and then yeah. on the other side there was another bed, obviously, and then the windowsill bed, like we talked about. And so at one point it was like went to bed at like a, like a like a little early, like four in the morning. And uh, I woke up at 5.30, just wicked needed to piss. So I obviously went in and, and, and urined. And then at about 7, I woke back up, and I could see that someone was playing on their phone on the other side of the island. 
Well, I was convinced that it was Reagan. And you, again, were late. So, like, we passed out before you were there. And I look over on the other side. I see the phone. and But I hear snoring. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I'm like, I know a man does not snoring. <laughs> if Reagan's playing on his phone and snoring right now, that is alarming. Very much alarming. Because I'm pretty sure he already sleeps with socks on, so he's a certified psychopath. Yeah, but that's, if, that's a serial killer move. You, you can't sleep with socks on. If he's on. like sports betting at five, six in the morning while well, snoring. He's sleep betting. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's sleep betting. So, like, I pass back out. I wake back up two hours later, and the same shit is going on. Like, I, I can just see the phone light illuminating, and I hear snoring. And I'm like, okay. So I finally, like, like get up, look over the island, and I'm like, oh, Charlie, when the fuck did you get here? And you were like, like, 4.30 in the morning. And I was like, oh, that makes way more sense. So I'm, like, not fully convinced that I didn't wake up, go take a piss, walk right by you, and walk right back by you again, and have no idea that you were even there. Um, probably happened. But good to know that Reagan doesn't play on his phone and snore at the same time because that would have been super alarming. Um, but, yeah, woke up, very much missed checkout time. I haven't checked my credit card statement. Hopefully they didn't notice that. And uh, boogied on over to another hotel and uh, partied there for quite a while to the point where after the concert I got back into that hotel room and that place was fucking trashed. Um, <laughs> so we must have had fun. Uh, ended up just... We ended up going over to the same place that we went to Friday night for dinner for Sunday or Saturday night for dinner for Sunday lunch. Uh, and they were doing a a free shot, free green tea shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. When you sit down. Just because. Just because just, just you showed up. And then also a free green tea shot every time the Buffalo Bills scored a touchdown uh, they or did. any points or a field goal, I think. It was anything. anything. They scored. Anytime they scored. So... The Buffalo Bills are playing the Miami Dolphins. I think that the Bills were favored by, I don't know, 12. So we sit down, and it's very much early in the game. We're like, we are going to be shit housed. Like, we are going to be fucking drunk drunk. And uh, we were all excited for it because free. You can't beat free. And uh, we end up sitting down, getting our free one for sitting there. We're sitting there for an hour and a half, and the Bills didn't score not one time. Nor did the Dolphins. No. We we sat down. That was the toilet. Stayed for week. an hour and a half, and left, and it was still three to three. Like what the fuck? How does that even happen? Yeah, the one time that free shots are involved, <clears throat> it's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, man. Like they must have known though. Because, was it already three to three when we sat down? It must yeah. have been because we didn't get a, a no. No, that's tough. It was bullshit. No, so yeah, we ended up going there for lunch, having a good time, great time, going back to the hotel room, going back to the concert. Yeah, took a, back quick, to took a quick power nap. Yeah, you did. That was yeah. very much a you thing. Well, I mean, I was, I took a bit of a nap. Yeah. The the, the, when, the, the toughest part about the whole thing is at the concert. By the way, incredible. Uh, yeah. Very good concert. I I stood behind GI Joe uh, for three hours and <laughs> saw I don't know twenty percent of the entire concert. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And also, just a PSA: if you're eleven foot fourteen, <laughs> have some self awareness. You need to not. That's all. Just you can see. Just as good anywhere you stand. You need to share yeah, some of your height. That doesn't mean stand in front of, I don't know, everybody. Because there was this one asshole. <laughs> he had, well, I already didn't trust him. Because he had a black hoodie with, like, flowers that were, like, embroidered on it. But you could tell he wears it, like, every day because it was, like, starting to fray. It was, he seemed like a drug dealer. That's what I got. That's the vibe I got. But well, he, he also. He's the pit of an MGK concert. Right. So, so he probably is exactly a drug dealer. And, um. Again, he's also like 47 feet tall. The, the beginning of every song, he had to have his phone out. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's already 69 feet tall. Now he's whipping his arm out with his phone, putting it basically directly in front of me. I watched most of the concert through that guy's phone, actually. Yeah. And then I had another guy who was, he was only about seven feet tall, but G.I. Joe stood right in front of me the whole time. I'm like, this is fantastic. Love your outfit. Camo is nice. Um, yeah. So, other than that, great time, great, great yeah. show. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this, yeah. So we we get there early, and no one other than Amanda knows any of the opening songs um, from either of the two openers. I know one. They from, were pretty good from though. Jaden. Yeah. Yeah. The Carol's daughter and Jaden. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Carol's daughter 
was a shit. The, her first few songs were like, oh my god, those are pretty good. And then she kept going. I was like, you can, you can. Stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So we end up, you know, getting getting there early. We're in the we're on the GA floor. We're in the pit, and um, we're standing behind a guy that is not as tall as the one Charlie's describing, but this guy is like as big as Shrek, and he's like, I don't know, just inconveniently taller than like six two. Yeah. So like. It, he's very much in the way so we're like we need to get standing like, at the back of his neck the whole time yeah, yeah we need to get away from him before the car like the, the important people come out so we did this we move a little bit over to the left which is still pretty much in the center of the stage yeah and then like this group of people start filtering in well not only is the guy that's 11 14 standing in front of us but also gi joe like charlie said standing directly to his right and then one of like the 11 foot 14 dude's friends is right to his left and he's like six five at least so now you just have a fucking wall in front of you yeah. and i'm like i'm not tall but i'm usually i'm average height i'm average everything tiny penis <laughs> yeah uh, average height average um waist waist yeah. and and uh to- toenails and stuff but <laughs> yeah and, and mental capacity education level mm. just everything average um, happily average ha- yeah ha- very happily this is average. the happily average podcast yeah and so i'm looking around and like i, I can see the tops of like decent, like a decent amount of people's heads, and I'm like, yeah. we're the only ones that have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, this is the only three people that are taller, like inconveniently the tall, crowd. and they're right directly in front of us. So then, like throughout the concert, like I'm trying to shuffle, like we we have like a Congo train going, yes. with, like all of us basically just holding each other's waist. And I'm trying to like like move the fucking line away from this these people. We had a great arrangement for like upwards of one song yeah and then somehow some way fucking eleven fourteen is directly back in front of us and i am some cunty like i can't see not Z- nothing zero awareness no. out of this guy too like none my head is is now in between his shoulder blades and yeah. if he was to move his shoulder blades backwards it would have probably snapped my cheekbones yeah like it was fucking ridiculous um but it was great I mean, like the concert itself so carol's when i, I went to go see them in boston they didn't have Carol's daughter. They just had Jaden and MGK. Well, it was a great concert, and that's the reason why I went back for a second time. But when I was after Carol's daughter kept running her mouth, I was like, <laughs> fuck, like, what if MGK is just not going to play as long of a set because now he has two openers? Very much not the case. No. MGK played, I think, going. every song that he's ever made ever. Yeah. Um, it was... I would I would surprise myself as to how many I actually knew. Like I didn't realize I knew that many, but it yeah. was a it was a fucking incredible show. He he did the full spectrum too of like he did all of the the tickets to my downfall stuff. He he went into some newer stuff. He fell all the way back to some OG shit. Like yeah. it was Hope all over the Diablo. It was he had fucking, fucking great. We played Wild Boy for thirty seconds, like he did the first time. That gets the crowd fucking going. Um, but no, it was great and like. The both of the drummers, like the drummer for Jaden and the drummer for MGK, that guy the j- loves drummer, drugs. The drummer, <laughs> loves drugs. The drummer for Jaden is like my brain on too much caffeine <laughs> or, or something. Like he had, it's just he had blue and purple hair with like some pink sprinkled in there. Yeah, he was and wearing, he was wearing a, a white dress. Yeah, like a white skirt. Which, mind you, it was Halloween, yeah. so whatever. Jaden came out in a cheerleader costume, so whatever. Yeah, and, and this guy. Oh, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the like the monkey with the symbols yes, like the, the, yes. the, in people's heads. Like, this was that guy, but he had drum sticks in his hand, yeah. and it was fucking nuts to watch. And he was hitting the symbols with sticks. Yeah. And then MGK's drummer, he had a solo that was fucking wild. Yeah. I, I don't know how people even move like that. I, I don't understand it. Or how your brain, and you can do all limbs at the same time doing, like, totally different shit. I don't understand that. But no. uh, that imagine, was fucking nuts. Imagine being good at something and not just happily Just average. anything. Yeah. Just one thing be good at. That'd be, that would be fucking neat. The only thing I'm good at is fucking it all up in one night. Mm. I see what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a great, it was a great time. Uh, I... Very much was surprised. I mean, like, because so before the thing started, someone sent me that they he was doing a VIP. MGK was doing a VIP like after party at Foxwoods, uh-huh. which doesn't make much sense because that's the other casino that's like down the road. Um, and he's already at Mohegan, and he smoked upwards of fifteen blunts during the concert and took like I don't know twelve shots. So in addition to like fifteen cigarettes, <laughs> I know he does this a lot, but I don't know how he <laughs> functioned for his VIP thing. I don't know that he remembered that he had it going on because he stopped playing the thing. <laughs> The thing at Fox would start at 10. So I went into the concert knowing that, and I'm like, if he's going to be there. I don't think it was on time. 
No, oh my god, no! Because we <laughs> left at eleven. Yeah, he played for three hours, and in the middle of it, he's just like talking to the crowd, and he's just like, "I have nothing to do till nine a.m. tomorrow." You sure? Yeah, uh, <laughs> pal. I think that in fifteen minutes you're supposed to be at the other casino. Um, but I he think kept going. We, great. I think we also lucked out too because it was the last show of the tour. Yeah, so they went all out. That's and that's why that's like one of the main reasons why I went was because I've already been to the concert, the the tour, like during this album. But this album is like probably my favorite album as a whole of like all time so i was like oh, i want to see it again like i really want to see mgk again well and i saw he's playing at mohegan never been to mohegan but i love a casino um and went there fired 20 into a slot machine like for four seconds reagan did the same lost all of his money i made i turned 20 into 50 i was like okay whatever well then we're waiting for you guys before the concert starts i fire my it was like 48 dollars. i fired my 48 dollars ticket into the like another wheel of fortune slot uh clicked a button twice and then it was up to 98 dollars. and i'm like uh-huh yeah we're gonna cash out that'll do um so that was how i paid for dinner that was great but um no it was the fact that it was at mohegan it was the last stop of his tour and this album is so good i was like we just gotta go it's gotta go um and definitely do not regret it that no was, i'm uh, glad we did that yeah uh, like i said a bit, bit of an off weekend for us no racing really involved uh, i mean i did the banquet thing but we weren't at a racetrack for the first time in fuck months yeah several months i would assume yeah um so yeah it was a little bit of a break a little bit of a act that might be the first time since like Like february (laughs) yeah yeah like actually that we spent a weekend not at a racetrack and i was gonna go to waterford this was supposed to, this next coming weekend was supposed to be my first weekend not at a racetrack yeah um that ended up not working out but yeah well, yeah. What's so? Where in the where will BFPB this weekend? I'm going Foxwoods for a bachelor party. Oh, that's you have right. A I have a wedding. Yeah. So we again. That's gonna be two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not wow. gonna make it three weeks in a row because then we got the ice slip three hundred. True. That is true. Riverhead. That's gonna be dope. Yeah. Um, I love Riverhead. That place is very very neat. Uh, it's more for the journey. Yeah. Getting. Yeah. The, it's again, cool. The fact that you get yeah you. I mean, if you don't want to be in a car for four days, uh, the way to get there is on a boat. Uh, which is very, very cool to me. I'm on a boat. Sometimes you say that when you're on the boat. Right. We <laughs> should say that this next time. Um, it's always a very early ride, too, is it not? Well, yeah, that's why. I guess we could stay at Carl's. Well, we'll just invite ourselves to Carl's the night before again. I kind of already have plans for that um, situation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do I know about this? Yeah. Well, last night we were watching the, uh, the the ticker there on the televisions right up next to the stage where all the people were who are coming to Mohegan. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Young, one of them, great, uh, can't go because that is the weekend of the Snowball Derby. Fuck us, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, for those keeping track at home, Luke Combs also plays in Boston that weekend, so fuck us yet again. Um, but Brett Young, who has upwards of three good songs, is uh, playing at Mohegan that Friday before the uh i slept 300 and the tickets were like 50 bucks so i was like oh we should do that so i sent a, a text message up to, to spencer morse uh 2020 weapon of the year and uh he because he's coming to riverhead and we figured that it would make way more sense to go down friday night and then not have to drive three hours at four in the morning to catch an 8 a.m ferry or whatever and uh spencer was like oh yeah i'm so down for that well i woke up this morning and he was like oh, i booked a hotel by the way for that friday night and i'm like shit like oh where oh so it's happening and he's like oh uh it's a half a mile away from mohegan and it was free and i was like sold these yeah. are all the right answers <clears throat> yeah. yeah so all in on that i'm uh, gonna make the most of that whole weekend that's gonna be a fun weekend uh go to riverhead for the race on saturday and then um our good pal there freddie craft texted him and uh, asked if he was gonna be around for a beer and he said he would not be around for a beer but he'd be around for 20 so um that's the right answer as well that, so yeah, there's uh correct, correct things are lining correct, up for sure yeah correct he's got a hundred on the test for that weekend i'm pretty a excited plus, about pal. that so a plus. yeah that's the first one i've ever gotten i was more of a c's get degrees type of kid so um yeah no racing this weekend well uh i'm sure that we'll have a guest i'm sure we could figure that out yeah and uh but i think that we'd be remiss if we didn't pick our champions like we haven't done that before right <clears throat> um <laughs> so trucks again who's it matt crafton Zane ben Rhodes, Smith, Zane ben. Smith, and John Hunter Nemechek. It's either going to be John Hunter or Matt Crafton, I think. As much as I would love to see Zane Smith pull it off, I, I just don't know. Um, I'm gonna go, I'll go with Nemechek. Yeah, he's got to be the favorite going into the weekend. I will go with Ben Rhodes. Ooh, weird. Yeah. Okay. If I'm not, if do they go to Phoenix the second race of the year? Yeah. 
it's like second or third race, yeah. Did ben, I feel like Ben Rhodes won there? Did, did, uh, maybe the, the trucks don't go there early. Did I just make that up? Fuck. Let me check that out. Check that out real quick. Pull it up. Pull it. Uh, Las Vegas. No, yeah, they don't go to. No, they don't go to Phoenix. Well, yeah, I'll take Ben Rhodes. Okay. Um, John Hernemichek probably won that, but uh, got to be different. So, and for Xfinity, the four are Noah Gregson, Austin Cindric, Daniel Hemrick, and AJ Allmendinger. Noah Gregson. Yeah, um, I will stick with Austin Cindric. Um, that's so. Last year, I remember going into the final four. Noah was not a part of it, but. Uh, through pit road strategy, I believe, and Noah ended up taking the lead late, leading a couple laps, and uh, was leading as they came to the white flag, um, which would have probably been the first time that a non-championship four contender won the race. Uh-huh. Uh, and, well, the champion didn't win the race, I guess. Uh, be an easier way to say that. And uh, Austin Cindric ended up getting by him. So those are the two that uh, finished one and two, I believe, last year. So yeah i'll take austin Cindric. you'll take noah gregson uh hopefully noah is able to pull that off i know that we would be pulling for him as we'd be pulling for zane smith in the uh four for the cup series kyle larson chase elliott martin truex jr and denny hamlin kyle larson yeah <laughs> yeah uh just to be different i will go with denny hamlin but if kyle larson if, doesn't win i'm gonna be if, if fucking pissed if there's a year for denny hamlin to pull it off i think it's this <laughs> one but i think that just kyle larson is just that fucking good yeah we also need to talk about denny hamlin real quick because weird move didn't hate it didn't love it he got so he got punted out of the way by alex bowman fine is what it is gets dumped basically comes back up alex bowman wins the race I, and I've never seen this before either. It was very much a, a days of th- change my tires, change my tires, and so that he can go out and just smoke him, <laughs> smoke him under the fucking celebration while he's doing burnouts and stuff. Interesting, cool. I'm sure, the crowd went wild. Love it. Um, everybody's saying like, "Oh, it's dangerous. Maybe it is built up." Blah, blah, blah. Shut up, shut up. Stop yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah, I stop just, talking. Alex Bowman drives it in, gets loose, washes up the track, hits fucking Denny <clears throat> Hamlin, spins him out. Denny acts like he's never done that before. And Denny then gets out post-race interview. He's just a hack. You know, he's the last, he's, he's gotten into me like, you know, a couple times over the last handful of weeks. He's the reason why I didn't win the regular season champion. No, he's not. You literally, Kyle Larson closed over the course of like eight races, like a hundred and something point gap, eight, 10 races, whatever it was. No, Kyle Larson was just better. Yeah, sure. There was probably one race where Alex Bowman probably cost you some points. Mm-hmm. That's not the reason why he lost it as a whole. Yeah. Um, Denny Hamlin has the best average finish of any driver this year. Only has, I think, one win. Um, and it came just happened to come the weekend after his scandal that is still swept under the rug, which doesn't really make much sense. Um, <laughs> because well, I, he handled that terrifically. Just don't acknowledge he it. He did not handle this weekend terrifically <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> this is the reason why no one likes Denny Hamlin. There's a reason why I've been a NASCAR fan my entire life. I've only ever met one person who likes Denny Hamlin. And Taylor. One we, and we love Taylor. Yes. Yeah. And and honestly, I don't hate Denny Hamlin. But no. that's re- that would be reason to hate Denny Hamlin. If if someone's like, oh, you know, I, I'm just a Fairweather fan. you know, Oh, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, that, that's why. What do you gets out calls him a hack acts like fucking he wouldn't have done the same thing like he didn't do the same thing to chase mm-hmm. you know three four years ago whatever and just makes an absolute fool out of himself and he was already locked into the championship floor mm-hmm. like he, he he wasn't locked in when the when that actually happened but he ended up at the end of the day being locked in okay you're in focus on fucking next week yeah. no, don't focus on the guy that's not even in the playoffs anymore yeah. um, and he's still going off about it too like on Twitter yeah. and yeah. you know I don't care what anybody says or thinks or blah 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 like I got here the hard way blah 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 yeah. it's like yeah we know we get it and he's crying that Chase Elliott fans don't use their head and it's like well I, I why can, are you fi- I kind of believe that why are but- you firing at Chase Elliott fans when Alex Bowman doesn't have any fans either so just mm-hmm. keep it under wraps if he if he keeps up the shit though of like the hack t-shirts and oh, like yeah. nobody likes us anyway i i love it yeah I'm all oh no he's love gr- that he shit. is great he's getting he's gaining fans yeah. and he honestly that's be- that's shit that we would do the best that's called thing, self-deprecation yeah love it yeah and being petty the best thing about every time this happens at denny hamilton at martinsville his home state of virginia and he gets booed every and, time and he's won how many times uh, i don't know 57 times there yeah. or something like that yeah it's just he i don't know he just makes himself like a clown all the time and he had been doing so well 
for so long. <laughs> like he he was a clown, and then everyone was like, "Oh, that Denny guy, not too bad." And I, I mean, was we like, we were cheering for him at what was it Homestead at Taylor's house that yeah. one time? Like we were all for it. Yeah, yeah. And now we're just now he, he, now he's he still dumb. and he still exists. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, you know, shout out to Noah, our, our good pal there, picking up a win, and uh, he was very emotional because he's had a tough season. Um, three wins now, which is not bad, but I feel no. like he thinks that he should win week in and week out. Um, and he probably should have. Well, had he, had a, a, he had a very tough beginning to the season yeah. too, though. He wrecked like fucking every week, I think. Yeah, he had for a, a while there. He had a rough rough go of it, but now he's you know in the championship four and has the as <clears throat> good a chance of anyone to, to uh, seal the deal. But uh, that move of him shotgunning the beer was legendary. Climbing the fence, just burning the fucking tires off the thing. Um, I think that there's a there's a very good reason why he is our friend and our favorite Xfinity driver. Yeah. Um, he is that he's very much one of us. Um, the fact that he took a beer from the stands, bit it open with his teeth, shotgunned it for a kid who doesn't drink beer, that is pretty fucking yeah hard to do. Yeah, he can stop. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, cool to see. Would have been great to have him on the podcast, but unfortunately, Charlie and I have jobs. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll try again another day. I'm sure that we'll that we'll be able to make that happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, championship weekend this weekend. NASCAR. Also, big shout out to Derek Griffith for going down to Nashville and picking up a P three. Yeah, had uh, troubles early on. Was fu- was funny. Yeah, we we were following along um, for a while. Saw that he was a lap down. Um, yeah, like twenty something. We're like, he was oh. a couple laps down at one point, and uh, we we're sitting around in the dinner table, and that's the last time we looked. Well, we're in the middle of the concert. And Charlie turns around and at some point just goes, "What happened to Derek? Is he just is he just sucking today or what?" And I look down at like the f- results and I'm like, "Ah, yeah, he finished third. <laughs> and we're like, "Holy shit! Oh, holy shit!" Well, I, I'm scrolling through the social medias like this morning and obviously we were late to the party because we were at a concert and alcohol was involved and uh, saw that he was leading some laps late. Hmm. Um, ended up leading i think that there was, was like a green white checkered finish or something uh mm-hmm. matt craig ended up getting underneath him and you know moving up the track or whatever and, and Derek ended up finishing third which is a good good result especially when you you've been trailing all day would have been great to get the win obviously obviously he wants to go out there and win he's capable of winning week in and week out but seems can't anywhere com- can't yeah. complain about a third and uh i believe this next race is a snowball derby mm-hmm. i don't know if he might go down for the governor's cup deal there in a couple weeks but uh, i haven't heard anything about that but Regardless, Snowball Derby, last year he was fucking boogieing, uh, finished P7, I believe, and was up there uh, or, or really late in the race and until uh, the 53, Boris Yurkovic, I think, cleared himself yeah. low across him and yeah. then destroyed his car. And Derek, somehow, someway, did the car control. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck he saved that, but... Yeah, that was pretty nuts. Yeah, somehow, someway... That was kept, right in front of us, yeah, too. Yeah, kept his car off the wall. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the Snowball Derby again. If, if anyone wants to come along uh, or trying to split an Airbnb, uh, preferably, and by preferably, I mean need to be over the age of 21. Um, because <laughs> yeah, don't we preferably that, about it. Half that. <laughs> we, we had that problem last time. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we have an Airbnb right next to Floribama, which is um, the safe option for us mm-hmm. um very much because last time we found out Floribama is very far away from uh, pensacola fuck, yeah. downtown so um and the best thing about it is there's a waffle house right across the street so um you know you can kind of make a triangle out of it great right back to the airbnb and just have a great time so, looks like it's a good, it's gonna be a nice little chill out spot too though for us yeah yeah it yeah, also it was, probably cause a scene it's but. also down on like a peninsula where you have like views of the ocean and shit which is things that like we which probably shouldn't have because usually those places are way too nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to cause some havoc and uh, obviously have a good time. It's kind of what we do. So I think that we'll be going down there Wednesday night, uh, the 1st of December, a month from today. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Or yeah, that, that the out minute that the show ends is we're going to have to figure out flights and yeah. rental car and fucking everything but the Airbnb. We booked an Airbnb, but we don't have any way of getting down there. So That's uh, always good. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just par for the course. All right. Well, what is this? 139. 139. Ryan Newman. Max Cookson. Yep. Max Cookson. Uh, George Bissett. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm also out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So this has been episode 139. Uh, I am Charlie. You are Brad. Together, we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, right now though, head on over to wherever you get your apps, look up the Patreon app. And then after that, look up the black flag podcast. Um, we've been doing 
we actually not been doing, but we, we throw some extra extra shows on there for, for the pals to listen to. Um, gets you some, some merchandise discounts, uh, gets you all sorts of cool stuff and uh, a, a different way f- to interact with us. So head on over to the Patreon app, look up Black Flag Podcast, download it, and uh, see what's what's the offer over there. So Yeah, we, we- also shipped out, uh, I believe that there might be one or two stragglers that need to be shipped out for the Dan merchandise, but uh, everything else is already out. They're shipped out five or six things on Saturday. And I think that I had like 17 or 18 things at the post office today. Um, that lady absolutely loved me. Uh, total of 150 something dollars, uh, shipping all that stuff out. And, uh, she, yeah, don't, if you bring in numerous, like handheld bags filled with packages, they don't necessarily love that. Um, post office, just like everything else understaffed and i walked in there there was no line it was great um by the time i left there was 15 people in line so um yeah good job the post office can thank me later yeah all right but yeah everyone should be getting their stuff soon uh i ended up sending dan over a good chunk of money still have some to collect like we said so if you bought stuff and haven't paid please do so so we can send that rest over to dan and uh wipe our hands clean with this and be done yes and uh move on to that was quite the project yeah hopefully <laughs> yeah Ho- hopefully we we don't have a reason to do anything yeah like hopefully that again. no more of our friends get beat up because yeah <laughs> that was yeah and it's still we, we still have to go pick up a, a last batch of stuff for the people that just live around here all of our friends that uh ordered stuff so uh yep that should be uh coming in in the next handful of days and we appreciate you all dan appreciates you all dan said that he was freaking grateful I think was his exact words. So, um, yeah, this has been episode 139. I am Charlie. You are Brad. And now listen to Sean Foster and this weird race car noise that we've had for, I don't know, two years. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.